we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The good brother. Kevin Gates. Welcome, brother. Thank you for having me. Man, you look good, man. Thank you. Like, you look in shape, healthy. You got the God's glow around you, man. You look good also. Thank you, brother. Yes, we ain't seen you in a long time, man. When's the last time Kevin been up here? This shit, years. like five years. Five yeah, like five, six years. How's everything been, brother? How are you feeling? How are you? You want me to be honest? Yes. Absolutely. It's been an amazing journey. Wow. It's been difficult, mm-hmm. but I feel amazing. That's the most wow. important thing. What made you want to get into your fitness journey, man? It go with the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Like, mind, body, soul connection. Mm-hmm. And then I come from a place of doing a lot of drugs and not being self-accountable, not holding myself accountable for things and past traumatic experiences that I went through. I was really operating out of fear. Mm. Not to just go down that, but the first time I ever spoke about this was in um, with the Mike Tyson interview. Mm-hmm. I was talking about, like, I'm a great father. I'm not a big stepper. Like, the violence that I exhibited was because I was molested when I was young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... That's what made me just operate out of fear. I had that fear of being vulnerable. You know, I took all these different styles of martial arts. I 
you know, weaponry, all of these things, but I was operating out of a place of fear because even though I'm hurt, I'm tough, mm -hmm. you still got that fear of being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And it's, a, it's something that a lot of men don't um, speak on. But I had read this book by, uh, I think his name Mr. Jason Wilson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hell like yeah, cry, cry like, like a man. man. Yeah, that's, that's my homie. I love and Jason. Like, and, I was, and he was like, men are supposed to be nurturers also. We great protectors, great fathers, but nurturers also. And it was like, yeah, it's like society wants you to just be tough and don't never, you know. But I was like, I cry two, three times a day sometimes. Mm -hmm. like working out, doing yoga and things of that nature because you have to release or you will implode. And then I'm real conscious of, like, my words, like what I say to people. I make sure, even if I'm hurting your feelings, I make sure I say it out of a place of love because I just, I've been hurt. So now I operate out of a place of, I don't like to see people hurt. You know, because there's always a backstory. That's like when I watched the movie The Joker, mm -hmm. I was like, this is sad. Yeah, because you see how somebody ends up in it's that sad. position. We project, like, yeah. we project pain on the people. We project our own pain on the other people. I was going to ask, was that book got you to open up, or did you see therapy? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. You want me to be honest? Absolutely honest. Um, I don't think you know any other way to be, yeah, Mr. Right. Gates. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to trigger, no. trigger nobody. No, but, be um, honest. Odyssey host. We all know... Um, when I was 17, I believe, I had shot myself in the head. I tried to commit suicide. I still had a bullet in my head. Mm -hmm. And then 2020, I believe, I was going to push my shit out again. Yeah, I saw you say that on Big Fat. I got Parker. off Instagram. Yeah. I did all of that. I, got, I disconnected my Instagram, got off social media, and I was by myself. And just in, through the course of events, like, I don't want to talk about it cause to trigger nobody. But Absolutely. I was going to kill myself. I wasn't happy. And I don't do all that, hey, I'm about to throw a big parade about it. I'm going to just do it in silence. Because all that talking, that's horse playing. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do it, let's, hey, let's get it done. So I was about to bolt myself to the floor. What got you out of it? What, what made you stop? Once I got off Instagram, I was making a lot of comparisons because I put in so much work to be an amazing artist. But you never celebrated properly, mm -hmm. you know, especially when you're a man. And I'm not no alpha male advocate or no, I ain't with all that dumb ass shit. Mm -hmm. I believe it take balance. You know, like I ain't with that, a woman gonna do what I say, I ain't with that silly <laughs> ass shit. This ain't no toxic masculinity. You sacred talking, masculine, divine feminine. You talking about the whole of divine feminine mm -hmm. and the sacred masculinity? Mm -hmm. That's God. That's right. How you know about that? Man, what you talking about, man? Hey, <laughs> oh, you in tune. <laughs> so anyway, you talking to a person that I always make sure I try to destroy my ego before I walk in any room. Mm. Well, I never really had an ego, but my ego was fear, protection, like protecting myself and protecting the things around me, operating out of fear. So back to that story. So just during the course of events, me getting off Instagram, stop making comparisons, because comparisons is the killer of all joy. Mm -hmm. People show their highlight rims. DJ Envy pulling up in Ferraris. <laughs> but his home life might be straight bullshit, but he making it look good. And it's like, I'm, you compare your real life and all the problems you got to somebody's highlight reel, and that shit caused depression. Mm -hmm. So I got off social media for like a year and a half, and I just started living. And I saw that, man, the streets love me. Everywhere I go, people love me. People love me for real. <clears throat> like New York, a hard city to be an artist and get love in. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I go here, these people you. love me in mm -hmm. the streets. These people love me everywhere I go, though. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I go, everybody love me, and I had to realize Hold on, man. I got to reaffirm some things with myself. I had to get out my own way. Man, I want you, I'm going to recommend this book to you. I want to show it to you. <coughs> hey, I got a question. Yes, sir. If I was to bring 
the copy of your book up here, would you sign it for me? Hey, of course. <laughs> this is what you need to read. Ego is the enemy. Trust I, me. I carry it with me. Trust me. I know. Word. But I love, I know. I love how you talk about it, though. And the reason that, you know, you might, it might be triggering to some, but for some it helps. So, I, like, I did, I, I was hey, the same brother. way with you. I was, dude, I was five, five me, seconds like, away from shooting myself, too. And it's because I didn't think I was worthy. That's right. Of my house, we of only, my wife, of my kids, We only of my feel family. as good as what we could do for somebody. But what helped me is when I spoke about it. <laughs> and I realized up. so many other people were in that same position. Man, they got men walk up to me every day and cry. Every day. If I'm in the gym, man, thank you for being so transparent. Like, don't nobody talk about this. I'm talking about bodybuilder, super mm -hmm. big. And I could tell that you doing this out of frustration. Mm hmm or whatever you doing that out of. So I changed the way that I even approach the gym now. When I go, I go to make myself feel good. Mm -hmm. I go to put positive energy in my body. I did yoga before I came up here. Mm -hmm. I gotta open myself up and feel positive. Mm -hmm. Get the blood flowing and put positive energy into my body before I move. Cause anybody, I'm, I'm just big on that. I don't even entertain, miss no negativity cause that's still consumption. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what's the process now before you write, when you do your music? Uh. I go jogging for like 20 minutes because mm -hmm. I'm addicted to that. It's like once the endorphins release, it's like I'm high. Like I like to feel good. Like I like to feel good. I want to feel and I crave that feeling and feeling good. Like how do I feel? Like if I don't feel good, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. Like just before I came in here, I say, hold on. I got to go take a shit that's going to make me feel better. That's real. I only eat one meal a day. So after, you know, I drink my high tea in the morning or high water with limes, everything come out. Now I'm ready. I'm ready for work. You, you know, I wanted to ask you, man, because, you know, a lot of, I go to therapy once a week. I've been doing it for like six years, but therapy is not, not everybody's form of healing. So what else do you do to like, what, what do you do on your healing journey? Like what I got had, you started? I had to get by myself. Okay. And one, one of the biggest things I do, I keep self inventory. Mm -hmm. I write down the things that I'm feeling, whatever it is, and I go back and answer them questions. I talk to myself. I used to think I was weird for doing it. Then I read that all geniuses talk to themselves. I'm in tune with myself. I can be alone. Is it difficult? It is. A lot of people can't be alone with themselves. They mm -hmm. got to watch TV or play music mm -hmm. to keep themselves distracted because it's a lot of things that we suppress. That's like when I, they got this yoga pose called the pigeon pose. I never knew nothing about no emotional detoxing. What nigga you know walk around talking about, man, you need the emotional <laughs> detox. We got taught that. That's real. I was doing a pigeon pose just to open my hips up more. Like, okay, this is going to give you more strength in the gym. But I'm looking at it for the strength aspect, and it was so healing because I started crying right there uncontrollably. She put her hands on my back. She say, a lot of what you're feeling right now is not your own. Mm. It's psychic debris. You're having an emotional detox right now. Just breathe into the pose. Breathe. She say a lot of the, the the anger and frustration and emotions are harbored in the gut and in the hips. I never knew this. So I emotionally detoxed before I came up here because I don't want to project. Even with my son, he told me something one day, and I, man, what is you? Hold on. I'm, I'm handling him bad. This mischecked, this unchecked aggression. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm not in tune with myself, if I'm not happy, I can't make my children happy. I can't be the man I'm supposed to be for my family. If I got in, if I got inner turmoil going on, that's real. What got you into yoga? I got into it in prison, and on my last bid, it was a blessing. I had got into it, but the first, 
when I was like presented with the opportunity to do yoga, I'm like, man, I'm not about to do that pussy ass shit. You going there and bent over. I ain't got time to be doing that shit. You know, I was just, you know, you judge it because you don't mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. it. Correct. My first class, maybe two minutes into it, mm-hmm. I had to run to the bathroom and just shit everything out my yeah. body. He said, you releasing everything that's not, that's no longer serving your higher self. So I just started experimenting with yoga and gym. And I noticed, I'm like, this curb my appetite. This make me don't want to eat. You focusing on your breath. You focusing on yourself. This person may be able to stretch way better than you, but guess what? Everybody's on their own individual journey. That's right. So it, it, it kind of teach you to not compare, and it also teach you to, even though situations may get rough or tense, you just breathe through it and work through it. And the reward been in the journey. I ain't trying to get to no destination. I'm... I'm loving the journey right now. That's what healing time, is. It's a good time to meditate too. And yes, then if ma'am. you ever have like back pains and things like that, though it's like very intense stretching, so yes, it really ma'am. helps like your whole body just feel more limber. I'm, I'm kind of nice with yoga. <laughs> I saw your inked um, feature. Yeah, I'm kind of nice. I did that here in New York, and I never saw myself doing no shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm too gangster for that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I never saw myself doing this. Like I'm amazed at just watching my journey. But that's why these conversations are so powerful coming from you. Because I saw you on Big Facts Podcast, and I was like, man, Kevin is talking that talk. He's talking that talk that brothers need to, he- to he- yes, hear sir. to heal. Yes, sir. And you also have you... a shaman. I saw you say that, too. That you, uh, shaman? You... <clears throat> yeah. My so... tattoo artist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he like my shaman. I call him my shaman because he's a spiritual advisor. He's a guide. He's shamanistic in nature because he's not going to put nothing on me that the energy not aligning with. And sometimes he'll be like, I can't do it. Then other times we just, we pray, it's a, we, we burn sage and he do my tattoos. Everything I've ever been through in my life is tattooed on me, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people that done me dirty, I got their faces on me, but guess what? I still love you because you was a great lesson. Mm. Anything that happened in my life, good or bad, has been a great teacher to me. So it's about changing the perspective. Go back to that, revisit the situation that hurt you, what did you learn from it? And attach a positive emotion to it. And I notice it sound it's it's sound easier than done. Because mm-hmm. you gotta go back and relive this shit and you you know what I'm saying? But once you go back and you relive it, you realize that this was on the gladiator school to train me for the next level. And what you said is key though, you said like there's no destination to healing. It's a constant journey. Man, Healing's not journey. linear at all. It's a journey. Like I'm I'm in love with the journey. Like mm-hmm. all my friends. At first, they were like, there he go with this whole health ass shit. But they starting to get in, they starting to get in tune. I was going to ask you, what about your friends and your family and your queen? Like, because your journey has changed. When it first started, when it first started, it was a lot of resistance. Because it's alien to people. I'm exhibiting mm-hmm. alien behavior. It's right. unknown. It's foreign. And I didn't know what I was doing. But I had to follow my heart. Because I never wanted to sit and watch TV and say, you know what? What if I never would have tried? That will be my biggest regret. And I had everything taken from me in 2016. I was innocent over a lie, nominated for a Grammys, all of that. But it was beautiful because this time I'm even helping more people. But I harbored a lot of resentment toward that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, why I keep getting looked over? I do nothing but great shit. Mm -hmm. But then when somebody else emulate what I do, the world slapped them on the ass and applaud. Like, why don't nobody notice me? Because it wasn't my time yet. I wasn't ready to receive these blessings. These blessings wasn't denied. They was just delayed. So now I'm receiving my blessings. Do you think that comes from uh, not having 
a sense of worthiness for yourself. So if you don't have a sense of worthiness or love for yourself, it's hard to recognize it from others. Big brother, I'm gonna be honest with you. I crush so many relationships out of ego and I, I close so many doors just operating out of my ego mm -hmm. to where it was people that saw something great in me and reached for me and I got in my own way. Mm -hmm. I could say that, like, I'm gonna be honest, like people be like, so why you ain't never work with no other artists? I just started reaching out, but in the beginning it was pride and mm -hmm. fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. What if he say no? Mm -hmm. Man, that's all you can do is say no. Hey, let's work. And then guess what, Kevin, you an artist, you be busy. Hey, hey, holler at me when you free. And then you gotta also realize everybody not made to co-create. Sometimes you could be so powerful in your truth that just a person standing on side of you expose them for who they really is. Mm. They can't stand on side of you because you would expose them. You the truth. I'm my authentic self every day. However I feel, I'm going to say it, no filter. Mm -hmm. It's just me. Now, you said something earlier, right? When what you I said. You said something that, you know, you, when you say something, you say it from the heart. I mean it with all due but, respect, out of love. If, you, if, if <laughs> it could be hurting to somebody, you don't mean to hurt somebody. My sister... Don't kill me if you watching. But she, it was a situation went on with her and she flashed out. We having an argument. She like, you just don't know. Your words hurt people. I wish I'd have never, I wish I'd have just let him go ahead and do that to me. I was like. Then I found out she had took a bunch of pills and just wanted to really end her life based on the things that I was saying that was hurtful. But I'm hurt. She been hurt. So, like, we breaking generational curses right now. Please don't kill me. I ain't trying to put man. nobody in your yeah, business. Yeah, but I had ended up taking care of something for her. You know, it's nothing to be spoke about. It just was what it was. Mm -hmm. But just in her saying that, I would think you would be grateful that I stopped it. Mm -hmm. She was like, I should have just not even called you. Da -da 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 -da. And this years later, after that, because your words hurt people. And I'm sure. like, damn. So now I make sure... If I, if I hurt your feelings, I'm going to do it with pure intentions. I love you, but I love me more. I got to protect my energy. That's not a crime. Now, I wanted to ask you. We had a big discussion about this when you said it on the radio, right? What I see. <laughs> when you were talking about Miss B, talking about another man's wife. Yeah, what I see. Um, what was it? I forgot. Something that what, what you would do if you I were forgot. in that could you, um, Could you... Could you I say? I wish we had the audio. I, I don't know exactly what it is. I don't, don't want to quote you. But talk about Beyonce. What about it? I, don't, I remember that. Um, you know oh, what you said. Oh, I, I, I forgot. Yeah, I don't remember the details, but, but I remember. What, whatever it was said. Could you make me? Could you make me remember? I, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't want to Google it. I don't remember. I don't want to quote you. I don't want to misquote. I don't want to misquote. But they the do. That, the media do that though. But that's one of the most beautiful women in the world. I can't be a fan. Yes, you can. I can't be a fan. Absolutely, Ken. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the trap house around the monsters just looking at TV just, man, I swear to God. <laughs> when I said that, everybody feel like that. They just scared to say it. I ain't scared to say it. What is respect for another man's what wife? That's why. Man's I wife. said respectfully. <laughs> I don't mean respectfully. <laughs> I said I'm, say respectfully. I meant it with all due respect. Word. Oh, I, th I think it was... Uh, don't I don't even want to have this conversation. Yeah, me neither, but I was just asking... <laughs> Of course, if somebody said that about your lady, your queen, you're your supposed wife at the time. to that'll be that'll feel good. You supposed to fantasize about what I got, nigga. I'm living your dreams every night. Yeah, I'm punching dick in her, living your dreams. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't want nothing. Don't nobody else want. 
I get it. That's like if Angela, you or my lady. I'm not trying. To, I'm only being illustrative. If that's a word. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, if now you that's was, your lady. If you and, my lady. Now I'm and I know one. all y'all just y'all want my woman. I'm about to walk up and give you a big hug and man, grip that ass in front of me. Yeah, I don't care. Right, but but somebody that's not on your same playing field saying I would fuck the shit out of you and whatever, whatever, whatever it may be. <laughs> Stick my tongue all in your ass and twirl it around like a helicopter. I do all that. Pull a nipple up. And I do all that to what? my wife. What's up? So you wouldn't feel away if another man said that about your wife? I your wouldn't give a fuck. I don't care about what nobody think about me or what nobody say. I live life every day. And you still would have the same respect for that individual? I wouldn't give a damn. I'm living your dreams, nigga. You salute me. <laughs> the I, fuck? I believe that Kevin Gates is also freakier than the average guy. You saluting me. You want to do all this to who? Some things that we know. To what I got? Oh, I'm pressure, man. And you would still respect that individual the same way? Yeah, me. Still speak to the same way? We can still do a song with each other. We still good. I mean, if you speak to me, I'll speak to you. You know, men greet men. I don't know what you got going on today. See, y'all invited me here. I'm not going to go nowhere I'm not invited. That's real. So if, if somebody invite me somewhere, then yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a gangster and a gentleman. Mm -hmm. oh, how you doing, beloved? You know, I'm going to greet you humble. That's it. Men greet men. You no. know, you said some other shit, too, that um, on a song, Shoot My Shot. <laughs> No, hold on, hold on. This was interesting to me. I knew it was coming. Hold on, because I got to bring this up. They buttered me up with all of the positivity. You know the show. Now, most guys would be intimidated by a situation like this, right? What, what, what kind of situation? Shoot my shot. You said that you... I, I don't remember, because you... Yes, I'm going to I have no right recollection now. of that, that matter. Because I'm going to mention this just because we did a, um, on lip service, we had AJ Johnson on, and she was talking about how she was with two guys, and it turned into this whole thing where people were like condemning her for it and she had to actually come back on to defend herself about a situation that she had but you were like look i'll you know i don't mind i would actually like to fuck a girl and have another guy like you know like a threesome and like my homie you know just be able to do that and i won't look at her no different you can't do that with no anybody you gotta have somebody that's gonna respect that woman like you respect that woman right like even even the way that we even the way that we it should dick to her like I like it's a lot of women that that love that <laughs> but they have a fear of being judged I'm, I ain't gonna catch the way you say you say punch dick and issue dick I'm using both of those <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> I feel like that's a taboo thing and people What's look at taboo? it they'll say like oh she got a train ran on her or that happened the, okay, of it being okay when you go see you got to listen. You listening at people that don't even know who they are. They not even comfortable with their sexuality. You don't even know who you are. You don't even know what you like. How can I let somebody that don't know what they like tell me what's wrong and what's right for me? Mm -hmm. Hey, what hey, what you eat don't make me shit and what I eat don't make you shit. But if a woman, I talk to women. That's, I'm talking about up in rank, having businesses and everything, and they just, I just, Kevin, I just, I just love the way you just slept me out. Just, yes, they love that. <laughs> I just feel free when I'm with you. No judgment. Yeah, baby, no judgment. People go through shit. How you think I got this good? Because practice don't make you perfect. Practice only makes you better. I tell everybody that. So like I say, if a woman had been with a lot of people, you know what? You got field credentials. I'm not, I'm not. That's like Charlemagne dick. Charlemagne dick. Two inches longer than mine. We both still hitting that bone. I'm in your stomach. If a woman say I'm not in her stomach, she hating on me. <laughs> so, that was the I, 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 I see y'all making me. Y'all with that bull. I want to 
know. What, what, what do you what do you say no to in the bedroom? Because it feel oh, like man. there's no holes barred. What are some things that you're like? I ain't doing that. That somebody's asked you to do. Don't nobody ask me to do nothing because I'm such a pleaser. Like, I get off on. That's like this this car right here. Do we separate? Okay, you got this car right here. You know, somebody else done probably washed this car. But this my dream car. So I'm going to detail this car intricately. I'm going to put my everything into it. And a woman better know when you aiming to please her. A woman better know if you're doing this selfishly. A woman better know if you're doing this with gratitude. And guess what? I'm thankful for you right now because this is a whole blessing. That's I, real. I pray and everything before I have sex. This is spiritual. My dick wouldn't get hard if it wasn't without the permission of the creator. So I'm going to pray before I do this. I'm going to make it sacred because guess, guess who know about it? Business is between those who make it. That's right. You know, you got the song Thinking With My Dick uh, with Juicy J. How does a man not think what it is? Kevin, Kevin's like, damn, this song is so positive. We was on the man. first of music. We talking about music. Let, me, thought, let me find out y'all been plotting only Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> how, how does a man not think what it is? Uh, you want me to be honest? Yeah. That glow that you say you see and that aura, that, that, that presence that you feel mm-hmm. when I walk in the room, a lot of people are going to talk against this, but this comes from semen retention and discipline. Mm-hmm. Like... If I wake up in the morning, they call it morning wood. Some men wake up, dick be hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you could choose to, You it's a choice. You could choose to put a sock on your dick and beat it and, and shoot your precious life force in a in a sock. Or you could choose to get up and put that energy into your workout. You could take your sexual cravings mm-hmm. and translate that energy into something else. And it shows. It shows. Mm-hmm. You can translate that energy. Like, you can have se- practice semen retention. And something else that I've noticed since I've been on this journey, I've been practicing about maybe three and a half years. And it is times that I have wet dreams because when you anything that need to come out you is going to come out. Mm-hmm. I have wet dreams. Don't watch porn at all. Don't even watch porn. Don't. Don't even feed that to your mind. I'm talking about put it into your music. The energy going to be different. Everybody that meet me now say, man, your energy is so different now because I'm translating it. Even when I'm around women, they tell me, you know what? You talk about a lot of sexual um, related topics in your songs. I say, you know how? I say, because I abstain and I put my cravings into the music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when I catch you, guess what? I'm not going to play with you. But I don't get creep energy from you because I don't look at women objectively. Mm-hmm. This is a blessing. Have we, you ever met your match in the bedroom? Um, I met somebody really close. That's a and wild guess what? Question, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. Please don't ask that question. No, because he talks about it. It's, it's I'm gonna tell you something. Appetite. I haven't met my match, but I met somebody that's really close. And the reason I say she really, really close. Oh God, don't kill me. She got acne in her face. I know this gonna sound <laughs> crazy. I know this gonna sound crazy. Okay. A lot of women with acne in their face got good pussy. Cause they hormones, their hormones are so imbalanced that it caused them to have congestion. So they not releasing properly. See, once I start really just caught in, I really put it on her, her face start clearing up. Cause okay. a lot of time we break out, you know this, we have back acne developed due to what? Stress mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I'm not saying all women with acne. Guys. That's where they get eczema, all anything with the skin, yeah. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of the a lot of the the things that go on with us are really internally. I'm not just saying it for that, mm-hmm. but she 
she up there. She in my top three. That's good, man, because there's a lot of women out there with acne, and they got insecurities because of the acne, but you just gave, no, us, I'm so gave us another perspective. I'm so yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like a woman with lit, lit act, a little bit of congestion, little acne in her face, them be the ones. I'm talking about pussy good. So you don't like the makeup. Soaking man. wet. Yeah, don't. For me? Yeah, don't. You don't want to see a girl with makeup. You want to see her in her natural form. No more form. facials. For what? So you can see the acne. Because if she covered up with the makeup, you won't see it. Oh. You can still see acne with makeup. Mm. I'm going to say this. I just, I'm not a big fan of makeup. Mm -hmm. I like a woman in a natural state. Because sometimes my skin is, and shit get congested if I eat the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Anything I put in my body is going to show up in my face. Mm -hmm. That's dietary related. Mm -hmm. I notice when I fast for about seven days. Don't eat nothing, just juice. Man, my skin look like glass, porcelain. All right. It just is 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 something internal. But I just noticed that with her, like in the few women that I done ran across with acne, pussy good. You know, I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about grade A, <laughs> USDA certified. USDA certified. You know, yes, Lord. Speaking of the music, I appreciate the fact you did uh, By My Lonely by Speaker Knockers over, man. You know where he from? Yeah, South Carolina. Oh, all right. We from the same place. Well, he from Columbia. I'm from Moss Corner, but his mama, his mama, like a uh, really, really good woman. Yeah. Like I, I listen. I started listening to him in jail, and it was always like my dream to like work with him. Mm -hmm. And he had died before I came home. Yep. I started. I started communicating with him like four months I before he passed away. South Carolina. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I love that place. That's, that's home. <laughs> what What made you want to do that? Just because you were a fan of his music? Yeah, I was a fan of him. Word. And I always say that, like, at my concerts, before I bring the song, I'll be like, speaker now, because I love you forever. Because I do. Like, I never got a chance to meet you, but I met you. Like, Mama Knockers, she just, she loved me. Now, you know what I wanted to ask you about your relationship oh my God. with Drika? Because there's been a lot of speculation online. So how is everything? Man, let them speculate. I don't answer no. I don't, I don't, I don't do that with the internet. Let them say what they want to say about me. Mm -hmm. I, I don't care. They say all kind of negative things about me. Because then you see her, she still know all the lyrics to all the songs on the album. She posting that. She look like she loved me. Yeah. And does. I love her. Okay. That's it. Like, what else? Mm -hmm. Like, why does my life, it, why does it matter? People be, I just want to know. I just know, listen, you living vicariously through somebody else. Mm -hmm. You looking at my life for your source of entertainment. My life is not your source of entertainment. Last time I checked, I'm grown. I'm a real nigga. I do what I want. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, though, I just say that because I get asked that question so much, and I, why does it matter? Mm -hmm. Either you love me or you don't. Either you're going you gonna to hate me for who I am and, and love me for who I am, or you're never going to love me for who I'm not. So this, why does it matter? Mm -hmm. I think for that situation, because y'all were, were so entwined with each other. We still is entwined. Know they not? I know, I know. But we I, but, still entwined. When people don't see something, they always go, well, why? What happened? You know, people are nosy. Yeah. Or they'll see you with somebody else, and then they'll be like, oh, he's doing this and Did doing Did you that. see me nailing somebody else, no, or you no. just seen me with somebody else? <laughs> no, no. You ain't seen me pin nothing to the floor. You see me punching that dick in somebody else? Oh, my God. You saw me issuing dick, dick to somebody else? Yeah. You see me issuing dick? There he go. I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's a true statement. Like, uh, listen. Mm -hmm. Let's go off statistics. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of the, I, I'm going to say all of the women I done ran across with that little acne in their face. <laughs> oh, then been pressure. Real pressure. Oh, and they God. had an insecurity about that acne. Girl, come on, uh, lick your little bumps. You better stop playing with me. <laughs> what did you think about Nick Cannon's comments that 80% of all women um, don't know how to properly clean their vaginas? I ain't going to say 80%, but it's a high, it's a high percentage rate. But I'm going to say this, it's not their fault. Mm -hmm. They never been taught. 
we forced into a society where the mama might have had to been a daddy and the mama in a relationship. You got so many single parent households. You know, I thank God I had a grandmother, you know, that taught me and raised me and mm -hmm. loved me, taught me how to clean all behind my ears. Mm -hmm. You know, a woman not supposed to put no soap on they, or it don't even supposed to go in there. Mm -hmm. It cleans itself. Mm -hmm. You clean it internally. You can't, nothing external adds value. You clean yourself up from the inside out, not the outside in. So as far as cleaning yourself properly, a lot of people don't even use wash rags. They don't even scrub their epidermis, they old layer of skin off. You know what I'm saying? That's white people. It's just not taught. Yeah. You can't fault them that they don't know whoever they are. I, mean, I know niggas that don't. <laughs> I know niggas that's like Jason. Damn. I'm talking about real killers but scared to get in the water. Damn. I know niggas like that. Yeah. Just real trolls. It's not they fault. It's just they don't know no better. Mm -hmm. So you can't be mad at them if they never been shown properly how to clean themselves. Mm hmm you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. I don't even feel right to the shop before I came here. And I saw you on stage too, and you was uh, telling the crowd like y'all don't 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 love me based on I guess the reception to your album. So what were your expectations? No, I ain't uh, say that. What was it? I thought No, I ain't say that like that. I just asked them, which I don't love me. Oh, I thought it was because of the album. Nah, the album. You know how I don't measure that off numbers, schmumbers. Okay. You know how I know that album doing good? Cause everywhere I go in the street, like I don't tell them I'm popping up over here. I hear that Kaza album playing. It's healing the world right, right now. Right, right. I spoke on subject matters that no rappers even touch. You got from the young to the old, it's gems in there for everybody. Mm -hmm, it's healing mm -hmm, the world. Because mm -hmm. my son don't learn through, through, uh, I, I, he don't learn through education. He learned through edutainment. I make his learning fun for him. Mm -hmm. And that's how he learned because he hands on. Like, I can't sit in no class like this all day. That's real. What you want me to be a zombie? I want to be hands on and experience. Why don't you teach why don't you, me, show me? Why don't you do more? Why don't you come? Like we 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 haven't seen you in five six years. Man, you don't want me up here, bro. That's that industry talk. <laughs> That's that industry talk. <laughs> we tried to get you up here last time and we couldn't. But any well, somebody somebody in his team had COVID. Yeah, That's what it was. Anytime you 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 want to come, I don't understand. Like. What you, you mean? I don't think you understand. Forget people, all. For, people heal from the words that you. That's say. right. You. I, That's I, the most important thing. The music, yes, of course, but. People heal from your words. And the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'm telling you, watching that Big Facts podcast, I was like, man, we in a we in a different time where brothers is really embracing the healing process. Like, I love Kendrick's album. I love yeah. your project. You know, uh, West Side Boogie. Like, all of these brothers talking about healing and therapy. What have we ever told you no? Anytime you guess. No. Y'all never told me no. But you know what I did want to ask you when we, since we're talking about healing? PT, PTOE, right? Oh, and yes, you talk Lord. about protect me from my friends. And several times you do discuss having friends and people close to you that have betrayed you financially. A lot of times it is. How uh, do you heal and move on from that? And is there ever any conversations of forgiveness? Because you said you just they just can't get in I, touch with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes when you forgive people, it's not to rectify the affair or get the matter resolved. It's to the, resolve the matter internally. Oh, for I'm forgiving you for me, not for you. I'll probably never deal with you again, but I forgive you. Mm -hmm. But it just showed me I can't be looking for myself inside of other people, and we do that a lot of times. I can't expect you to be the way I'm built because I'm cut from a bandana. A lot of these dudes cut from shit paper. Mm -hmm. So I can't expect you to be like me. And I understand that, and I respect it. I just know how far to go with you now. Hey, like... Trusting people is scary. Mm -hmm. It's scary. Like Especially you have a conversation. I got a question. Like you have a conversation with somebody and it's supposed to be in private, but mad they come they add your dirty lunch route. Mm -hmm. Like that's not platinum. Nope. 
That's not platinum. And then it kind of puts you in a shell and make you, well, I can't even say what I want to say for fear that they might, hey, you know what, guess what? I'm transparent anyway, bitch. Mm-hmm. Say what you want about me. I don't right. even entertain it. I wasn't made for everybody to like. <laughs> what has impacted your life, man? More. What has impacted your life more, Islam or hip-hop? Um, you know I'm going to tell you something, to be honest, since you're speaking about that? And I mean this with all due respect. The people that hurt me the most is my own people. Like, they they hurt me the most but my own people, people that look like me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of Muslims that love me, but it's also a lot of Muslims that judge me. You can't have tattoos. That's haram. This, this, that. Haram, it means forbidden. Mm-hmm. You can't do this and this. Man, you know who helped me, like, really get back on my feet since my last tour? Okay. It been Jews and transgenders. Like, the people that the world would say is the worst people. Them the people that helped me. Like, I'm doing business, they bring, like, I got a partner here, Jew. He bringing me coffee deals and all of this. We doing all these investments. This lady, she a transgender. She say, baby, you can use my warehouse if you want to. Put all your merch in there. Just gave me the warehouse. Man, the words you say, they speak to my spirit. I love who you, I love who you are. I love what you stand for. Mm. It be the people that the world say is the most worst people, fucked up people in the, on earth. Been the people that helped me. And it's my own people that judge me and kick me when I'm down and I always got something negative to say about me. I always in my business. Keep my name in mess. Like, like then they say Black Lives Matter and get mad when I don't support it. Who they matter to? We kill each other all day. Who they matter to? We talk behind each other back. We always, what the fuck? Like, I told God, man, I hate to say it. I mean, this is what I do respect. Hey, look, if I got to come back a nigga, I'll just wait till something else come available, big dog. I don't even want to be no nigga. Really? Everybody won't be a nigga till it's time to be one. That's I just. Well, you a black god though. Nigga is what the white mm-hmm. man told us we were. Nah, nigga mean king. That's what they say. Nah, that's what n- it n- is. N- that's n- why you. That's why you hear me say B O N, big old nigga. That mean king. We was taught wrong. We was taught wrong. Yeah, nigga mean king, big old nigga. I got that nigga. <laughs> I'm a big old nigga. It's nothing I can't go through and and adapt and adjust and become greater. But that's where most of my problems don't come from. Other people come from niggas. That's who judge me. That's who kick me when I'm down. But that's also who supports you, too. But we also got to... I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't say it's just niggas that support me. You know what it is that support me? Real people. Mm -hmm. I don't look at that like that. I look at it as real people and fake people. Real people do real things. Fake people do fake shit. And you never know who your blessing gonna come through, so you can't judge. That's true. Don't you believe it's a white supremacist system that created, that put us in this position to even be the way we are to each other sometimes? They say that, but I ain't shit. I got a good heart. I try to help niggas. I get shitted on but you every time. Them. Think about how you were before here. Think about how you were before the healing there's process. Bunch, there's a bunch of brothers and sisters that support you and help yeah, you. Yeah, real people. Support you it's real people and fake people. But they black. And I ain't trying to be controversial with that shit, but... It's real people and fake people, but the people that didn't really kick me when I'm down be the people that look like me, the people that judge me, be the people that look like me. That's why I think God using you as a vessel now to help I people I hope somebody heal. hear this and, and, and realize that, man, look, hey, it's like I can't do no I can't do no right. I stayed to get ridiculed, talked about, kicked in my ass for nothing, for what? Every time, I mean, I'm, I ain't trying to emit this type of emotion, but, man, this shit hurt. I feel you. This shit hurt, homie. I feel you. 
Like I asked, mm -hmm. I asked on one interview. I say, man, you know, I ain't even make contact with that girl in Florida. You got on the stand and lied on me, a nigga. Like, and I love you, cause maybe God used you for me to go through this transition. I wouldn't be who I am now, so I attached that positive energy to it. But I had harbored a lot of resentment from that. Y'all took me from my children over a four hundred dollar fine. Y'all gave me six months for that. When it's time for me to come home, Illinois say you got a warrant. What you know about having your heart broke like that? Get to Chicago jail. You know I'm doing my bid, middle of my bid. Your brother just got murdered. What you know about having your heart broke like that? I could keep going, but like, I could keep going. My was destroyed on the inside, man. This shit hurt. Like, so of course I get emotional mm -hmm. just thinking about it. Like, it's like I can't do no right. You doing a lot of but right. But with my the brother. people that's like when I say real people, it's real people and fake people. It's just, that's how I look at life. I can't go through this with this and attach myself to no. But you'd be surprised how many people you're helping right now by that's having right. this conversation. Just by having this yeah, conversation. Yeah, like, I, I mean. Living the way you living. I mean, I mean, I just, you know, I look I, I look at the at Malcolm X and all the shit that he stood for and all that shit, and I, I identify with him. I do. And I was like, yeah, you know, went to jail. We gonna ride in this bitch. Yeah, they feeding us cold food. I'm about to stand. We, yeah, come on, let's go. When they come in this bitch, let's go. You know what them niggas did? When they came in there with them guns and shit, them niggas went and got in their rack. I'm out there fighting by myself. Don't you know what the warden told me? He said, I respect you. You're a man, but start sticking by yourself. I, it, I can't win. You know what Minister Farragon said one time? Minister Farragon said, you have to love black people more than they hate themselves. I guess. <laughs> I love I, I love I love God and I love my family and I love the people that love me. Mm -hmm. I'm not walking out here. Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. You gonna be honest? Absolutely. Since like people I don't like, I don't wish no good on them. I hope you I hope you drive down the street and get hit by a car and die. This is why healing is uh, like I like I don't wish good for not linear. I don't, I don't, like, I don't wish, like, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I don't wish good, like, I be hearing people say that, man, he hurt you. I wish the best for you. I'm going to say I wish you the best because I'm not going to put no negative energy, but I don't wish no good for you. I don't if, give a fuck. What I don't give a fuck what happened to you. This is why okay. healing isn't a task, it's a practice. No, it is. But All right? It's a journey. Me, well, I just don't <laughs> wish no harm on anybody. I just mind my business. Man, like that shit said, sound just, cool. That shit, that shit sound cool. It sound cool. That shit sound cool. I'm going to tell the truth, though. Hey, if you hurt me or fuck over me, man, I wish something bad happened to you. That's why you punched that wrestler so hard? Who, me? Yeah. No, com no comment. Why you punch that wrestler so hard? No comment. They were like, that's not what we rehearsed. I'm just asking, though. No, I, no, no, I'm no. on the same Like, the I'm world, the world want to be politically me, correct. Be, I'm not trying to be politically correct. I always feel like correct. the worst thing you can do is be successful. They said light when I do that. I be having those feelings, no, but then I, I, I think just, just be successful and cut somebody off so that they have no access to you. No, and I think that's. I mean, worst. why would I throw away all of this behind a pee on a peasant mindset? Mm -hmm. If you did something pussy or malicious to me, that just show me where your mindset that you a peasant. But I ain't wishing the best for you. I don't care what the fuck happened to you. Yeah, no, I'm not wishing the best, but I'm just. You just said business. you. No, wished I didn't. I said I would cut off access to you. And but I, you cut off access. I would be successful. I don't wish the best. I might say that. Hey, stay blessed, yeah. boy. <laughs> fuck, boy, fuck you. <laughs> Die today. <laughs> yeah.
I ain't gonna say the boy fuck you died today. Boy, I might fuck think you. that, but I feel like man, fuck you. I'm gonna, hey, listen, I'm gonna say what everybody scared to say. I'm not with that politically correct. So with all of that, you I knew intro was gonna be how you had to start the album off because I see all of that in the intro. Yeah, that, I, like that's, when I make music, that's therapy for me. Mm-hmm. I'm releasing all of these emotions and things of that nature, and it's healing for people to hear that. Oh man, I'm going through the same thing he's going through. This how he did with it, with fitness. This how he did with it. I take, I could go smoke weed, but I love what Inka Johnson say. He said a lot of these brothers, when shit get difficult, they just go blow weed. They ain't got nothing invested. See, when you invest in something and you hustle and you work for something, you got a different type of attachment to it. Mm. You're going to have a cold day in hell for somebody to try to take this from you. We live by this. We die by this. We don't surrender. We don't retreat. Every man must search his own soul. I listen to that quote every morning. Every man must search his own soul. And I got to just tell the truth. I don't feel like a lot of these people feel. Are they scared to say that's how they feel? I don't care. Whatever you think about me, I don't care. I'm happy. But I ain't going to lie. That was triggering when I got to think about all the hurt. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Would you do do skydiving again? You saw me? Yeah. Would you do that again? I would never do that. I can't wait. I jumped off the thing in Jamaica. That was healing. Yeah, I did it one time too. Then and you I started looking it. up all them YouTube's when it actually, didn't work I out. Gonna, I was gonna join a club because it was so free, right? Join a club and we go every week. And then somebody up here showed me the skydiving accidents, <laughs> and I seen people getting electrocuted, get caught in lines, the pools, and everything that happened. I was like, Nah, I'm good. I got six uh, kids. I ain't doing it. Hey, faith over fear, buddy. Hey, I'm alright. <laughs> the moral of this interview is healing isn't a task; it's a practice. Now, see, he's trying to do all okay. that. Healing, healing isn't no. linear. Put the, I'm disclaimer. Say, Put the disclaimer. Let's say healing is a journey, not healing a destination. Is a journey. That's right. That's right. Hey, are you really going to autograph my book? You just said that because the camera. No, I got right. you, man. I, I, I appreciate <laughs> what you have Can I have an autograph copy of because I ain't bring my book? <laughs> Done. I'll, say, I, I'll give it to Crespo. I don't have none up here. Right. But I appreciate what you out here doing, Cab. Yes, I do. I really do because people need to hear from Y'all a nigga like you. Y'all had me on Don't Care Today. When? Talking about you don't smell it. That was a learning experience. Oh, that experience. wasn't Don't Care Today, though. Oh, all right. That was, shit was funny. I, I, I thought that should have been a challenge. I wanted people to do it. You want me to eat this? You want me to eat this? You want me to eat this? Kevin Gates. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.